this week on the Time Bat Show. Yeah, I don't know. Is like our facts still profitable? Are those like is there a demand so. for them? I don't think so. <laughs> I don't know if there is. I don't think they are. <laughs> yeah, so maybe you just get rid of those. <laughs> everyone and welcome to episode 177 of the time bat show i'm one of your hosts time aces i am your other host bat snacks it has been a hot minute since we have done this podcast yeah it's been a long time we're okay we're, we're <laughs> like, fine <laughs> the people the people in wyoming think we're dead like where's the time bat show the one, one family you know that's obsessed with us yeah they're like, where did what happened to them? Are they okay? Yeah, we're fine. We're doing great. Well, you know, we're doing okay. all things considered. <laughs> yeah, we just haven't done it because I don't know why we haven't. Do we have an excuse? I don't think we do. Probably not. Um, like I've been really busy the last couple months. Have you? Yeah, I've spent with, with work stuff most of the last couple months studying for that exam I took. There you so go. We'll use that's that as sort excuse. of an excuse, which you passed. So congratulations. Thank you. Um, we'll use that as an excuse. And my excuse is, I stop working really early now because I get up early, mm-hmm. and so I just like forget, <laughs> like every week. <laughs> you know. Yeah. So that's not really an excuse either, but. Yeah, whatever. It's fine. It's oh. sort of an excuse. Uh, not really. I think we're like really set on doing it on a Thursday, and Thursday is probably the most forgettable day of the week. It like, is. It it's really just goes quick. Yeah. And Wednesday you, you remember yeah. because it's the yeah. middle. Monday is memorable. Friday's memorable. Tuesday and Thursday are kind of like eh. Yeah. Tuesday you still remember because it's in the beginning. And yeah. Thursday's like, just kind of Thursday. Monday and Thursday are the days that you want to turn off the memory storage. Yeah, and you just want to do nothing. In your brain. Yeah. Just like. So how have you? That. How have you been? I've been great. I've been good. really good. That's good. That's good. I've been okay. I'm just tired of working from home. I am. You know. Yeah, but I I could definitely see that. It is what it is. Man, I haven't done this in a long time, because I like had a thought like a minute ago, and I was like, ooh, I'm going to bring that up. And now it's completely left my brain. So, <laughs> clearly I am rusty at this whole <laughs> at this whole thing. What were we just talking about? All right. Before the podcast, we were talking about... Um, no, 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 no. Like, at the podcast. Two, like, a minute ago. Like, literally oh, a I don't minute ago. <laughs> yes. I don't remember. The we days of the week. <laughs> <laughs> I don't remember. God damn it. It was so good, too. It probably was really bad. It probably was the worst conversation <laughs> you could possibly imagine. Uh, but, you know, whatever. It's fine. Yeah. Um, excuses. Maybe that's what it was. Why we haven't done it in a long time. Oh, excuses. Yeah. I love excuses. They're my favorite. I think... Oh, I remember what I was going to say. So, I think here, is, here it is. All right. Okay. 
So before the the in the pre times, you know, before the coronavirus pandemic, right? Thursday was like my signal: the week is coming to an end. I'm going to do something fun right before the end of the week, which is do the podcast. You know what I mean? Yeah. Mm-hmm. So it's like. Thursday, I look forward to that because I do the podcast and it's near the end of the week and the next day's Friday and then I have the weekend. Yay! It's like something to look forward to every week. Yeah, for all me. right. Mm-hmm. Now, I have nothing to look forward to ever. So I'm just like, I don't need Thursday. Like, <laughs> just let's yeah. just get rid of looking forward <laughs> to anything. You know, let's just kill it completely. <laughs> yeah, that is how it is. It's like you get into this like depressive state, and you're just like, "Nah, that's fine. Nah, nope, nope." Don't uh, need to. Like you know how like um, even when something is really fun, if you're like not having a good day, you don't want to do anything. Yeah, absolutely. It's like mm-hmm. that. Yeah, I think it's like that. And you're encouraged to feel like that too, yeah. by by social situations and like society and stuff especially right now mm-hmm. like i can i can segue this like i sent you a comic today like my work has been sending us coronavirus comics mm-hmm. because we still work at the office and they're like to help us be safe at the office right they're to show like what a a good person is doing during the pandemic or something sure. what a responsible person is doing. so it's like vault boy comics except in the coronavirus they come from the cdc and this particular edition of the comic was how to behave during the holidays don't go see grandma (laughs) so they've got like you know like a family around a laptop with Mm -hmm. zoom up on it right they've got like playing monopoly with just two people Mm -hmm. (laughs) that sounds awful by the way playing monopoly with just two people that sounds yeah awful but yeah, they're like trying to tell you to be, you know. Yeah. The safe. point is though is like you're being pressured to like be in this weird depressive secluded state. Yeah, that is weird. And it's like it's almost like do that, do that, right? But then they don't admit that it's depressive, right? It's like Yeah. I don't know. I think I have this problem. I use the word duplicitous today and I really like honed in on it because I feel like everything is duplicitous in meaning that it's like intentionally deceitful as in like they're saying like oh just stay home and be depressed well they're not saying to be depressed they're saying stay home and there are ways you can have fun while you're at home and it's like let's be real (laughs) (laughs) let's let's roll this back let's be real like this is really depressing so just be honest with us and be like, yeah, this really sucks, but you should do it because it's the right thing to do. Like, but instead they're like, instead of being sad, do fun thing, play Monopoly with your brother that probably is terrible at Monopoly. You know what I mean? Like, everyone is pretending that this is okay, but it's yeah. not okay. It's depressing, you know? Just like, I would be, I would like to see them admit that this is depressing, but be like, we know this sucks and it's depressing you, but it's the right thing to do, and here's why. As opposed to yeah. like, have fun in different ways, like Zoom calling your grandma. <laughs> you know, like that's not playing fun. Monopoly with you know your the person you've been living with constantly for the past <laughs> six months. Like, yeah, great idea. <laughs> I'm sure that won't cause any conflicts. Yeah, it's like it's not fun. Come on, and they're no. like pretending that it is. Like, no, it's not. It's not. 
I think that's why we have these weird... We have, like, these two mindsets in the coronavirus. It's, like, the people that are depressed depressed and staying at home and doing the right thing. And all these, like, organizations and companies that are being, like, hey, you're doing the right thing, but remember, it can be fun to do the right thing. <laughs> and they're, like, rolling their eyes and are, like, oh, this is the worst ever. And then the other group is the people that are, like, fuck doing the right thing. I'm gonna just go drink a Coors Light at a party. And nobody cares. And that's like what you got right now. And I think the people that are depressed are sick. I am sick of the messaging that's like, it can be fun to be at home all the time. You know? It's like, no, yeah. not really. It really can't. I'm just, I'm just tired of that. Just like, be straight with me. Like, I'm a, you know, you can trust me. Just, <laughs> you can trust me. It's like, be real with me. You know, uh, yeah. I don't know. I also think like, sorry, I have a lot on my mind today. That's uh, all good. That's why we do this. I think us being at home a lot is like, <laughs> I'm gonna use like a science fiction analogy. You know, like the trope in science fiction where there's like a monster and it like feeds off people's energies or whatever and like gets really big. Yeah, it's a vampire. Yeah, yeah, but it's like like a gooey monster, like Cthulhu or something. It's like, oh, okay, yeah, nom 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 nom, like feeds on souls and stuff. So I think that right now we have like a that situation going on with the internet, where it's like a big monster, and because we're all staying home, like all we have to do is be on the internet. Like literally, there's nothing else to do right now, right? Like that's yeah. that's it, right? We are on the internet right now talking. And if you're not doing that, you're watching a show on the internet, or you're on you're working on the internet. You're on the internet no matter what. Like there's yeah, no you're at school on the you internet. You have like, to be on it. Uh, and I think it's like a big monster, and we're like feeding the monster, and it's getting really big and like fat and like gross and like rah, rah, rah. and it's like bad that it's getting so big and gross. And I feel like at some point we're going to feed the monster so much. That it's gonna blow up like all, all those sci-fi movies. Like the way they defeat it is by like overfeeding it or whatever, you know? Yeah. You know the trope I'm talking about? Yeah, it's like the monster is so big that we've become slaves to the monster. Exactly. And the only way we could possibly defeat it is by like <laughs> exploiting the monster's greed. You have to uh -huh. like trick the monster into doing something that'll kill it. Yeah. And I think and that's it it could be like just Overeating, yeah, and until it explodes. I think that's where we are with the internet, though. As stupid so, as that sounds. How long is it going to be until we feed the monster so much that it explodes? So, I think if we were in the pandemic for another year, like, if we were, like, a lot of people were, like, at home for another year, I think the monster would explode after a year. But I think what's going to happen is we're going to get off of it, and the vaccine's going to come out, and it's going to, like, oh, we're going to buy some more time, and it's going to be okay. But it's really heightened it. Like, the in, the in, the being at home has really heightened the internet monster, I feel like. Because, like, yeah. everything is... And I know we talk about the how the internet is terrible all the time in the podcast. But I feel like in the last few months, it's been, like... Maybe it's more noticeable because that's, like, all you interact with now. Like, yeah. you know, you're just... Like, there's nothing else to do. You can't, like, go places. But it just feels like it's coming to a point where it's, like that's all there is and everyone knows that it's a giant monster that's about to explode but no one is like accepting it yet but it's fine you know i don't know 
this is my this is my random weird psychological philosophical thought of the day yeah i think you're right like okay okay let me give you an example like i think all the things are like adding up and eventually it's going to blow up so like there was just a court case where people want to push uh this copy legislation wants to push legislation that's like you can't stream copyrighted material anymore, which isn't going to pass. But if it did, it would spell the end of streaming, the streaming industry, right? Completely. Right. But, like, that's coming down the pipe. And so, like, that's a thought that people are having. And then another thing is, like, YouTube is starting to crack down on, like, music and videos. Like, all these copyright laws are catching up to the Internet right now, it seems like. And then mm-hmm. on the other hand, we're talking about, like, oh, the election was just, just happened and that's a whole can of worms. Where there's a lot of like, oh, there's fraud going on, and you know all these weird internet advertisers and like bots are re- are responsible for all this misinformation and stuff. You know what I mean? Like, it's growing out of control at a rate we can't even begin to comprehend. So that's another thing. And then there's like this other thing where, again, with p- the politics thing, we've got this like black and white thinking of like, if you're not in this box or you're not in this box, then you're not human. Like, you have to have two opinions. You know, one of two you know, opinions on something, and if you're not, then both sides will, like, get you. You know what I mean? Yeah. So, like, it's just, everything's growing into, like, this weird, out-of-control, like, satire of reality. Like, we're getting, everything's getting, like, misconstrued into the internet's version of reality. And I think everybody knows that it's fake, and it's, like, not real. But we're accepting that it is because we have to live on the internet right now because we're in a pandemic. But yeah. at some point, it's going to blow up like a monster. You know? That's my... That's yeah, my I thought. think you're right. I don't know if that made any sense at all. It makes perfect sense to me. Okay. Like, there's two ways it can go. Either it blows up like a monster, or, like, the monster has to get smart and has to, like, learn how to shield actual reality from us better so that we don't know anything except for the monster right which is kind of like a matrix scenario yeah which is exactly what the matrix is about. right it's Um, just like oh get them complacent with this fake reality so that even they don't even realize it is fake you know yeah i think it's more likely to explode though (laughs) i think think it's more likely to explode too and i think it's going to explode eventually and i just think the pandemic has accelerated it because we're like all, the only way we're interacting is on the internet now, so we're exposed to this all the time and all that. And I don't know, it's just, it's bizarre. You know, it's weird. I saw this, like, tweet today about, like, people are getting outraged by things that, like, are outraged. Like, they're getting outraged at mild outrage. It's like someone makes a YouTube video of something that they don't like that's really stupid and they're getting they're outraged about it and then other people are outraged that this person is outraged about it it's like it doesn't matter like this fact is like completely irrelevant to society as a whole but it's like it's there because it's content you know what I mean and it's all fake like it doesn't matter like the person could be completely facetious but we don't know and YouTube doesn't want to do anything about this because it makes the money you know what I mean? Like, they're intentionally misleading the public because they know it makes them money. Yeah. And then another example is, like, Twitch has all these very specific streaming guidelines, right? And there's right. this kid that just got banned from Call of Duty that's, like, six years old. And they think it's because he was too young. 
but he was never banned on Twitch, even though Twitch has a policy that says you're not allowed to be younger than 13 and stream. So it's like they have the policy, but they're only they're only enforcing it when it's convenient for them. So it's not really a policy. They're just intentionally lying to people because that's how they make money. And so like everything on the internet is just like these giant organizations and other people with their brands just lying to everyone else and everyone else either accepting that the lie is true as a fact or or realizing that it's a lie and being like outraged by the fact that it's a lie. It's like, that's all the internet is. It's like, you're wrong. You're lying. Or that's absolutely true. A hundred percent. And like, that's all it is. Like those are, those are the two thoughts. Those are the two opinions you can have on the internet. This is true. This is not true. The end. And people yell at each other over that. And we're yelling at each other over these like really stupid facts that don't matter if they're true or false, but we care about being right so much that like, that's what we want to talk about. And I just think at some point, something's gonna give where we all realize like you know what this doesn't matter or uh everyone's just gonna like pretend to be like they're gonna just use that against everything else and just be like you know what they're not being honest and they're getting a lot of money by being dishonest so i'm gonna do that too and then no one's gonna be able to use the internet because there's nothing that's honest on it anymore and it's gonna blow up like a big monster yeah (laughs) so you know even though a lot of the content that people are getting really angry about is fake. Like mm. their anger is still real. Exactly. And you know what? What do you do with all that anger? I mm-hmm. right now people are just putting it out on the internet, creating more anger. But like mm-hmm. it, you know, eventually that's got to turn into something really, really, really bad. Yeah. It's like why? Where does it go? You know? Like does yeah. it keep going into the internet? Maybe. If it keeps going to the internet, that's just more stuff that's meaningless on the internet. And if it leaves the internet, that's even worse because then it's in real life. Yeah, you know that has to be some of the reason for. I don't know if you've, especially in the past year, I've noticed a lot more like extremist viewpoints on the internet. Yeah, me too. Like whether it's like you know far left, far right, or whatever, or but far like, something else, the far something, yeah. far just like something whatever. that if you told like a normal person in the grocery store, they would be like. <laughs> What yeah. <laughs> are you saying? Absolutely, yeah. But like, I I see a lot of like like communism specifically is getting really big. I think, especially mm-hmm. with young people. Have you yeah. noticed this? I have noticed it. I do think it's something to do with being on the internet all the time. Yeah. Because when you bring communism up in real life, people laugh at you. They're like, "That's stupid. <laughs> it's stupid. It sucks." Yeah. But when you bring it up on the internet, it's different. Because you can, like, contextualize it, and then the people that support it will talk to you, will, like, yeah. support it. I don't know. You can make memes and stuff, and it's funny, and it's like, oh, haha, comrade, and, mm-hmm. it, like, it feels good to do. Also, like, another thing that the pandemic has put out of control is, like, the top, top corporations. Like, they're yeah. getting a lot stronger because of this and like all the smaller ones are dying yeah they're like they're growing exponentially and i think that fuels the communism fire because it's like everybody's being exploited so this ideology is suddenly But then the funny thing about the communism thing and this happens all over the place someone will post like a funny meme about like pro-communism like how capitalism sucks or whatever and then you'll see then the replies like great meme comrade or something like that right and you'll read all these people that are like 
they look like they're positively saying like good meme, but you don't know if any of these people are being serious. Like they might all be doing this like ironically. Yeah, you know? And you have no idea. So like you don't even know if this is a meme or it's like a political statement or it's like people making fun of communism or people saying that it's good. Like it's lost a me- its meaning, but you know, and meanwhile, the things that are really uh, getting advantageous of this are, like you said, the giant corporations that are like, haha, they're doing communism memes. Like, that's fine. This doesn't affect us in any way. Like, let's continue to be, you know. Like, yeah. I can't wait for Wendy's to start posting communism memes. Like, that'll that be. That would be so good. I mean, I would like it. I'm not going to. And then people there, would be would like, oh me. my God, Wendy's is posting a communism meme. How amazing is that? And then they'd go to Wendy's and buy. <laughs> the communism, come on. The communism meal. Like, why? The comrade burger. <laughs> and that's like a thing that could happen in society. And if you told me that was real, I'd be like, yep, I can see that. Dude, that would be so <laughs> funny. <laughs> comrade burger. What's on the comrade burger? It's the people's burger. So it has it's to be kind of plain. Like, it's the people's burger. Uh, yeah, it's just like sesame seed bun, uh, double beef because, you know, they need a hearty meal. Yeah, and then they got work to do. Just <laughs> mustard. Like, that's all. Yes. <laughs> no cheese. No cheese, no tomato, no lettuce. Just mustard. If you ask nicely, you can get onions, but they're not grilled. They're just raw onion. And that's, that's the comrade burger. <laughs> Oh, man. And people would eat it. It could come with like a little ha- hammer and sickle toy. You know. The My Little Pony folks really like the the communism stuff. So I, you could make it like the... Have you seen the communist pony? Mm-mm. Yeah, there's a communist My Little Pony that I've seen before. They could do that as a toy. That would work really well, I think. Yeah. It's just, it's weird, though. Like, I'm not, I don't want to make fun of communism too much. It's just a funny thing. Like, it's definitely become, like, a meme, almost. And I don't know if people are seriously saying this is good, or they're making fun of it. Like, I can't tell anymore, so I don't interact with it. But it's like, that's, like, everything. You know, like, every ideology has become, like, a meme. And when people say things about it, they're always talking in a jokey way. And so I can't tell if they're being serious or being ironic. Or making fun of it. You know what I mean? Like, I have no idea. Yeah. And so, like, I don't know. It, 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 it's, it's very bizarre. Because nothing Be- means anything. Yeah. Because people switch off. Like, everybody on the internet says some things, like, earnestly. But then they mix it in with, you know, the, the jokes. Right. And I'm having trouble telling what's a joke now. I mean, there's always been a problem with the internet, but I think now more than ever, since every way you communicate is basically outside of your house on the internet, it's like, okay, is this a joke now, or is this real? And this comes back to our last episode, which... I don't <laughs> which remember. The, the Seraphim episode, which oh, is a yeah. funny precursor to this conversation, whereas you made this funny point of, like, people were role-playing with this AI Twitter bot. Like, I hope you have a great concert and get the mental help that you need <laughs> they were role playing with <laughs> that and then the next tweet from them was like I support Black Lives Matter 
And it's like, okay, which are these both role plays? <laughs> are these is one of these a role play and one of these real? Like, how am I supposed to know that? Like, and not that I support Black Lives Matter really in real life, you yeah, know, earnestly. But like, yeah. I don't know when someone posts on the internet because all everything else they say is facetious when they're being serious. It's almost like we need a tag, which. Oh my god, even saying this sounds even more like satirical. You need like a tag that's like hashtag serious post. <laughs> you know, it's like this is a this is my real opinion about something. Yeah. Or you know, an, another good solution would be just they shouldn't use Twitter. It's not the place to do it. <laughs> or anywhere on the internet really at the end of the day because the whole internet is like this, you know. Twitter, I think, is just in the forefront of this. Yeah. But it seems to me that everywhere on the internet is getting this way. Like, YouTube is like this. Twitch is like this. Facebook is definitely like this. Any Anywhere that humans can talk to each other is like this. Anywhere where comments are turned on, you know what I mean, effectively, yeah. that's where this is happening. Which is pretty much everywhere now. Wikipedia actually does really good. I commend them. Wikipedia for, is good because they try to be yeah. objective about it. But even uh, other than that, though, yeah, yeah Wikipedia is like the only the only good internet site. <laughs> I just I don't know how they do it, honestly. I think it's. I think there's probably a lot of heated debate within the Wikipedia moderators that we don't see. Yeah, you know, I think that's what it is. They don't expose that. You know what I mean? Like that's part of the like the mission statement of Wikipedia is like we can d- argue about the wording of this article, but don't do it in the user like don't do it in user facing ever, you know. So yeah. it's like you you bring up the article on communism. This is a good example, right? And you read it. And it's probably very objective. And there's probably like a these are people that are for it, and these are people that are against it. And there's probably like a line in the middle of the history section that says something, and it's worded in a way that communists don't like, or it's worded in a way that capitalists just don't like. You know what I mean? And they're yeah. like, you probably click on that and look into the back, and there's people be- in behind the Wikipedia editors that are like, we need to take this thing down. This is the word, like, this yeah. implies a da da da. You know what I mean? Just like, losing their minds. <laughs> but we don't see that. You know, they yeah. are having that, that argument in the background. And we're not seeing that at all. Yeah. Um, That's a little different, though, because, you know, everybody having the conflict in that situation actually really cares about communism. Like, even the, the people that hate it. like Yeah, they care they, about the facts of it. Yeah, they're yeah, invested. But yeah. on something like Twitter, like, when you're role-playing on Twitter or being ironic... You know, posting fake stuff. You don't really care. Like, yeah. <laughs> what you, you care about is, I guess, what, the what attention you care or about something. Is your brand, yeah, yeah, yourself. Like, how does this make you look? You know, not your argument. How does how do you look out of this? This is a frightening scenario. Do you think that uh, thought process will ever infiltrate Wikipedia? Like selfish. Where people are trying to be deceitful on purpose because it's part of their brand or whatever. Like, they're trying to, like... (laughs) Like, let's say there's a, like, crazy alt-right person on Twitter. And he's like, blah, 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 blah. And all these people are arguing with him. And 
this is another thing I don't like. People arguing with alt-right people or people arguing with, like, far extreme liberal people. Like, it's a fool's errand. Like, there's no reason to do it, but people <laughs> yeah. do it anyway. So, like, people are probably really mad at this alt-right person, justifiably, because he's, like, an idiot. And then he's like, all right, I'm done with Twitter. Time to go to Wikipedia and sow havoc or whatever. So he, like, goes into the Wikipedia background things and starts arguing with all the moderators. Are like, this article is bad because blah, 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 blah. And he tries to, like, pull all the stupid, <laughs> yeah. you know, alt-right racist double standard stuff. You know, like, this article is racist against white people because blah, blah, blah. You know, like, some stupid yeah. shit like that. But, like, maybe he's being... Maybe he's being facetious. Maybe he's being real. I have no idea. But he's doing it. And he's sowing that, like, that deceitful, like, he's sowing that seeds, right? And yeah. it could, like, derail it. Like, and that could cause the objective information of Wikipedia to, like, kind of deteriorate, you know? Because either yeah. way, he'll win, right? Because, like, if they ban him, then it's like, okay, they banned him, which was the right move. But at the same time, it's like, they're kind of setting the precedent that they don't want to hear differing opinions of things. But then yeah. if they don't ban him, then he's just causing a big mess. Like, he's making Wikipedia worse actively because he's just making, making shit up. You know what I mean? Like, you can't beat these people either way. You ban them, yeah. they're a martyr now. And you're also admitting that you don't want to hear other opinions. If you don't ban them, they're just showing chaos all over the place. Yeah. I don't know how they do it. That's a really good point. Because everywhere else I go online, these people get in and just take over. Yeah. And, and it, like like I said, like it doesn't matter if they're banned or not. Because they can, they're going to win either way. Because it just, like, they're, de- they're defeating information. You know, like, they're, they're defeating facts. They're making them not matter anymore. Yeah. Just with their mere presence. And, I don't know. It's, it's scary. It is. It's frightening. <laughs> it's really scary. It's really scary. Yeah. So, I don't know. That's kind of why I think the internet's going to blow up. Like, not the internet as a whole, but, like, as we know it, you know. Because people are going to be like, I can't tell if this person's real or not. And, frankly, I don't care. So, let's just nuke it all from orbit, orbit and start over, you know. How do we fix it? We have to fix it, me and you. we got to fix it. I don't think we have the capability of doing that. We don't. But, but like, if we... What capabilities do we need to fix it? Kind of. Um, I have an idea. I've, okay, let's go. Give me an idea. So, you know how the United States is, like, 50 different countries, sort <laughs> yes, of, in one? Yeah. I think we have to federate the internet. <laughs> So all the people with their stupid opinions go in their little internet states, basically? Is that what you're saying? Or is it like more of like a content type? I don't know what else to do. For videos. So, like, Federation can be bad for humans because, you know, when people are born, they're born into something. But, like, on the internet, you get to choose kind of where you be. You can choose your nation, in a way, if if it were federated. So maybe when you join the internet, you can... Pick the faction that's best for you, like this Fallout or Mass worse, Effect. Though, because then you're like getting like brainwashed by the faction. But you get to choose which <laughs> brainwash, which okay, cult you want to be a part of. <laughs> and it's just a terrible echo chamber everywhere you yep. go. Yeah, yeah, I mean, and like then way. you got like fifty different people that want to kill all the other people. You know what I mean? Like they're wrong. Yeah. They're terrible. I think. I think the problem is 
is, and I'm going to sound so hoity-toity when I say this, but I don't care. I think the problem is money. I think, like, I think the problem is money and, like, ads and clicks, right? I think, like, mm-hmm. the like this problem would be, a, this would be a problem no matter what the internet was. But the internet is so obsessed with views and advertising and money and, like, Everything that that happens on the internet is because some multi-billion-dollar company is going to make money off of it. You know what I mean? At the end of yeah. the day, right? I mean, pretty much. And so, like, they do everything because they know that even if this is really controversial, like if someone says something really stupid on Twitter, that's fine because guess what? People are on Twitter talking about it. That's what they want. If someone posts a really stupid video on YouTube that's really bad. YouTube's great with that. People go to YouTube and they watch ads. You know what I mean? Like, same thing with Facebook. Same thing with everything. Same thing with CNN.com. If someone posts a really stupid comment to an article on CNN, they love it because that means <laughs> that people are looking at the article. You know what I mean? Like, we're pr- that's their all, favorite thing. All these companies are promoting terrible behavior because that makes them the most money. You know, yeah. at the end of the day, and. That, I think that's why this is happening. Like, the issue would exist even if that wasn't the case, but it's just, like, amplified a hundred times because because of that fact, you know? So, like, these people are, like, they're, like, they're, they love, they love crazy people. Like, let's look at <laughs> It's tw- rewarded. <laughs> it's, you're, being a crazy person is good for corporations. And they're, like, yes, please Please keep being crazy. Like, I think a good example, a great example is Twitch. Like, it's an excellent example. Like, streamers are like the scum of the earth most of the time, right? Like, yes. they're terrible. A lot of them are terrible. Now, I'm not talking about all streamers, but a lot of them are absolutely terrible human beings. But they are promoted because they make Twitch a lot of money, you know? And Twitch has all these, like, rules that they like. Ooh, you're not allowed to do this. You're not allowed to do that. You're not allowed to do this. But... A lot of times they never enforce them because they know if they did, they would, um, they would ban their their cash cow. You know what I mean? They would ban their most money makers. Yeah. So like, they have to pretend to be an ethical company, but in reality, they're not at all because they love it. You know what I mean? And that's every internet company. That's like, we pretend to have values and value the right thing and like objective truth and da 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 but at the end of the day in the board meetings in the back they're like did you see what PewDiePie said yesterday oh man it, it <laughs> he got said so it again. many people watching his stream yeah like they're happy when that happens yeah you know they're happy they're ecstatic so I don't know I don't know how to solve it but like that's the I think that's the root problem do you think they celebrate when streamers like make other news sites with their terrible behavior absolutely they're probably like yes this gets people interested in twitch yeah they're like okay we'll we'll ban them for a week it'll look like we're being proactive but you know we'll get them back in there and that'll create even more buzz because then when the week passes people be like oh let's all jump back on his stream because he's back after a week and it's like creates like this you know like, it's like the Disney vault, you know, like, oh, we're just, we're never releasing Aladdin again, you know, just kidding, it's back, and, you know, everyone buys it, you know, it's like a, a forced scarcity or whatever, you know, like, yeah. 
and it's it also kind of like you want to watch because you want to see it if it happens. Yeah, you, you know? love the con- yeah, people love that shit, and they know that yeah. all these companies know that they pretend to like be ethical, but they they know they want the internet to be like a cesspool because it's like it makes them more money that way. But I think that's like part of the monster. Like they are really the big monster. And eventually it's going to become such a cesspool that they're not going to be able to do anything about it and it's going to blow up. Uh, I don't know how that's going to happen. There might be like lawsuits or something. I don't know. But I think at the end of the day it's going to happen. And I think, you know, like, I don't know. I'm of the opinion that no company is your friend. You know, like no one is looking out for you. They're always in out to make money. And I think on the, the internet people are losing that like defense mechanism like everyone should always think that about companies always right yeah but i think people are like forgetting that while they're on the internet sometimes because they're like they go to bat for companies all the time and they like that that like give them stuff or they're their friends you know what i mean like oh you know this company made a bad decision but oh they gave me a free whatever so i'm gonna defend them online like there's a lot of people defending multi-million dollar companies and attacking other multi-million dollar companies that are opponents of the company that I'm a fan of. Like, oh, I like Sony consoles and Microsoft sucks, you know, and vice versa. Like, why are people like, like, why are people like that? That's a classic one is the console argument. It's classic. Have you ever seen the one where um, a company will do something that's terrible Mm-hmm. And then they'll make a press release. And in the comments of the press release or wherever you see it online, um, all the negative comments have comments from other people that say, well, you know, they are trying to make money or whatever. Like, <laughs> they it's capitalism. It. What do yeah, you expect they them to it. do? Yeah. yeah, they defend it. <laughs> it's stupid. Don't defend it. <laughs> but in the, in the at the end of the day, you shouldn't say anything. Like, it doesn't matter. Like, it should be expected behavior of these companies. Like... You should just be like, oh, they made something stupid. That was dumb. And instead of being like, this is why it was bad or this is why it was good. Like, you don't need to make that argument. Everybody should see that it's bad and just leave it and stop giving them free press because it's meaningless. But, yeah, people love to defend. I, I don't know. It, it's it's ridiculous. I, we had a funny thought, and this is adjacent but not really. Like, I was talking about Corona, you know, and how... Um, I'm starting to see ads on TV about Christmas because, you know, advertisers love Christmas. Right. And I'm starting to see, like, some ads are, like, only show a couple people in the ad gathering for Christmas parties, like, maybe a a husband and wife, you know, and they're, like, their dog. And they're obviously staying home and they're being responsible, da-da-da. And some ads I'm seeing, like, ooh, that's, like, six people in a room, like, in an intimate setting. Like, that's almost crossing the line, right? It's, like, ooh. Like that's a that's a small family gathering Christmas party. Like, ooh, that's that's not within CDC guidelines. And then other ads I'm seeing, like, there's people that are like, woo, and there's like twenty people in like a big, <laughs> you know, party or whatever. And yeah. it's usually like a beer commercial or something. And like I had the thought and I messaged you this of like, do you think there's a boardroom in these advertising companies where they're thinking, How many people can we put in our ad? while still seeming like we're socially responsible for coronavirus, but also effectively selling our product. Yeah. Yeah. But the key is appearing to be socially conscious. They don't really care about that, because they wouldn't be putting the ad otherwise. 
but they want to make it look like they are. You know what I mean? Yeah, definitely. Like it, it depends on the product, I think, and the culture behind the product. Like if you take one of the mass produced beers like Bud Light or Coors. I think beer is the flagship example. Yeah, you're not going to sell that with a commercial with two people playing Monopoly in front of the Christmas tree. That's that's not where you're going to find Coors. You need at least like five friends for a beer commercial to work. Watching the game, which is like a problem in and of itself, you know? (laughs) Yes. So they're probably thinking like a risk management approach. So, like, let's show five friends watching the game. But only five. If we went into six, it'd probably be too much. But five is the magic. Like, do you think there's, like, analysts there that are, like, looking into that? They have uh, focus groups where they show different commercials with different numbers of people. And it's like, how did that look safety-wise? Did that look safe? (laughs) (laughs) I mean, yeah, I think this is happening. You know? I would do it. Heck, that sounds like a good idea. I think it's happening. I think it's 100% happening. But it goes back to my point that these companies don't really care about safety. They're just trying to appear like they're being good. You know what I mean? That's all it is. It's a a ploy. It's a sham. As soon as one of these companies figures out that there's a huge market of people that want to say, like, F the coronavirus and that they should <laughs> embrace that message. Like, I bet you'll start seeing the ads. Is it, I mean, is it against the law to show people breaking CDC guidelines? I don't think it is. It's not. Definitely not. I mean, it's just guidelines. It's not the law. Yeah. So you could make a commercial where people are just, like, moshing <laughs> in a mosh pit, like, just sneezing on each other, just, like, <laughs> being gross. <laughs> And it's just like, yeah, if you want to do that, whatever. And the thing about that is, like, if, like, a beer company did that, right? It's like, yeah. have a good time with your friends this holiday. And they don't say funk the coronavirus, but they're like, have a great time. You deserve it or something. And it's like 20 people in a mosh pit or something. Yeah. Like, yeah, people would be mad at that, right? It'd be like, oh, I can't believe they did that. But, like, those are the people that, those people aren't buying Coors Light anyway. You know what I mean? Like, so they don't give a shit, you know? They don't care. Yeah, they don't care. So, I mean, you're right. It might happen. It's just fascinating. It's fascinating how we pretend... Well, organizations pretend to care, but they clearly don't care. Yeah. They care as long as it lines their pocketbooks. Yeah. But, anyway. That's what I think is going on with the internet, too. It's like this... Which I think it all comes back to, like, marketing and advertising. Because it's all... It's built on lies, right? It's built on deception. So it's just like everything is just deceiving people into thinking yeah. something is good when it's not. But <laughs> that's uh, that's the business model we've chosen for the internet. Unfortunately, it is, and so. it's and it's not a great one. And we didn't like choose gonna, the right one, but now I we can't like stop it. The monster's too big. <laughs> it's too big. I feel like it's gonna blow up at some point. Yeah, but we'll see. I don't know. I don't know if you think it'll actually blow. Up. I think it's going to at some point. I just don't know when. Yeah, I, I, I just don't know how it would. Like, because yeah. I mean, the average person that's angry on the internet, they, there's not a lot. They don't have a lot of power, really. Yeah, that's true. But then they, they kind of do, though. <laughs> as well. I mean, they're, they have bodies. <laughs> like, yeah, yeah. They, they yeah. can run into the street, I guess. That's true. But I don't think they will, because that's hard. 
So what do you think the end game is going to be, though? All right, end game. Because, like, the more and more, like, okay, let's say it doesn't blow up. And it's just, like, it continues to grow out of control into this big, massive hellscape of misinformation. Like, everything is a lie, you know, or, you know, everyone's being lying because that's the way you do it. So are people just going to, like, not use it for facts anymore? Or is it just going to be completely entertainment then? You know what I mean? You see what I'm saying? Um, yeah, I don't know. Is like, are facts still profitable? Are those like, is I there a demand for them? I don't think so. <laughs> I don't know if there is. I don't think they are. <laughs> yeah, so maybe you just get rid of those. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I don't, I don't think they're profitable at all. Honestly, I mean, if they were profitable, we would have seen. <laughs> we might see more of them. <laughs> Uh, so yeah you're right that the end game isn't isn't good then so that's what i mean i think it's either gonna blow up or it's gonna become that where it's just like all right well this that's the internet whatever like nothing is don't pay attention to that it's crazy it's nothing you know doesn't matter you know the internet is so expensive, though. Like, do you know how much money we're spending on something that is, like, that is trash? <laughs> I know. It's crazy. It's like it's our economy. So like, our whole economy is, like, based around it now. Yeah. And to be, like, everything is fake about it and our economy is built around it, to me, that's that's crazy. We've that invested crazy. a lot of money in this, and it's... <laughs> it's it's shit. Like, it's a crazy thing to me. Yeah. This reminds me of another thing. I think we've talked about this before, but like, um, you know, internet advertisers don't actually know if their ads are working because they yeah. can't. There's too many variables <laughs> for them to isolate. You know what I mean? Yeah. So like, let's say like you put an ad on the internet, like a click banner, and also you put an ad on TV. And you find, oh, after I put the ad on there, uh, more people bought my thingamajig on Amazon because the ad linked to Amazon. But the problem is internet advertisers use cookies and all that stuff. So a lot of the people that get the ads, they were already going to buy the thing on Amazon. They were just doing more research. So they can't actually prove if what they're doing is is worthwhile. But they can't stop doing it because the companies are afraid that if they stop advertising, then they'll lose money. So we're yeah. creating this entire ecosystem based on unverifiable data in which the whole like backbone of it is stealing people's information so they can advertise to them ads that they don't even know if they're working or not. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like, that, what? That, the, the classic one is where... A company pays to have to to be the first Google search result, right? Right. Mm-hmm. And if you're googling like Applebee's, and you click the ad for Applebee's, is that is I mean, is that advertisement really working? It shows up as engagement for them. It shows up as a successful ad. And the metrics. ad company's like, look at this. It's we working. Got it. Like, but no, the person was trying to find Applebee's and just went through an ad like to get. They literally there. Googled Applebee's <laughs> to get to Applebee's. Yeah, and then they ju- the comp the ads justify themselves, and then the company's like, 
Well, I guess we need to keep collecting people's search history and user information because it's working, you know. Yeah. So it's like, are we ruining the internet based on a completely faulty premise? Maybe. It's Do really you buy stuff on the internet that are advertised to you? I don't think I ever have no. one time. No, I don't think I ever have either. I've gotten ads for things that I've already bought or was going to buy anyway. You're but right. I don't click through the ads to buy it. Like, I never do that. You know what I mean? Yeah, I mean, I'll get an ad for something that I was planning to buy at some point in the future, and mm-hmm. it'll kind of remind me to buy it. That's mm-hmm. happened to me before, but I've never yeah. saw an ad and no. then bought something I wasn't planning on buying me anyway neither. because of the ad. Me neither. I guess in the first case, you could argue the ad worked, though. Yeah, it kind of like jogged my memory. But was it the ad? Like, was it really the ad, though? Or was it just like you would have bought it in a week later when you remembered, you know? Yeah, I mean, I was going to buy it. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) It just seems like a lot of the internet is like, (laughs) it's like, this is what we got? Like, was this worth all we've been through for this? (laughs) for this you know the end of the day it's really funny (laughs) it's like this we had to like collect thousands of like billions of people's personal information we had to like ruin people's lives you know make people homeless you know companies had to like put all these other companies out of business and for what the current internet like okay i feel like the dream of the internet is a lot cooler than the real internet yeah the real internet I could, I could it's leave it at good. this point. It's not that good. Uh, all right. Well, I'm sorry I ranted about that. We ranted about that for so long, but it's a good rant. It's topical. Point. It's topical. It's just you're forced to use it. You got you got no escape. You know, there's no escaping it now. Because you got to use it, especially the pandemic. You can't escape. It's there always. Yeah. How have we not made it a public utility yet? I don't know. <laughs> it's crazy, right? Like, why isn't it that? It should be. It should be. Yeah, it really should. Something's got to give with this. Maybe it'll go back to, like, the Wild West, like, in the 90s, where it's just, like, nothing is regulated anymore. Not that it's regulated now, but, like, it's regulated by companies, right? That's the problem. Like, it's regulated by the people who control all the companies. Like, maybe it'll go back to being, like... Yeah, everyone's got their own ISP. Like, you make your own ISP or whatever, you know, and you, like... I don't know how that would even happen. Yeah, I don't I don't think you can do it that way anymore. Yeah. It's just, we're, we're stuck with this. And it's <laughs> so gonna it's, it's gonna be bad. <laughs> Unfortunately. And then you got all the frickin' devices that connect to the internet that have no reason to connect to the internet. Lord, I... <laughs> I told you about what happened at my work. I can't bring it up, but it's like there are certain things that you shouldn't put on the internet. (laughs) But they do it because it's cool. Like, when are we going to learn our lesson as humans of like, this isn't that good of an invention. We should stop using it immediately. Like, no, it's cool, though. Did you hear about the people that have the Amazon, whatever the house (laughs) is, and, and... a DNS server went down and they couldn't get in their house. Yes. <laughs> like, why? Why is it? There's not a regular lock on the door or something? No. You can only unlock it with Amazon. Yes. 
So, like, if their DNS server is down for an hour, you're just going to sit in your yard or something. It's also scary knowing that the internet is built on, like, a series of, like, strings and cups. You know, like, it's very (laughs) messily built because it's just put up ad hoc. So, like, if one data center goes down in Denver that, like, all these companies needed to have their stuff running, then, like, it could negatively impact everything, you know? Yeah. There could be hundreds of thousands of people who can't get in their house or drive their car or their refrigerator might turn off (laughs) or... Yeah, tons of stuff. And we're like, let's put all our eggs in this basket that's clearly shitty and terrible, but... It's what we got. Maybe I'm just being too cynical about it. Maybe it'll be fine. Maybe someone will step up and be like, I'm going to fix the internet. I don't think you can do that. No, no, I don't think you can fix it now. Like, it's it's too complex for a single person to do, you know? Like, even a small group of people. Like, if you had an internet team, like, it would be too vast to fix. Yeah, where do you even begin? It's... There's... There's too many problems. Yeah. There's a very interesting article I read recently, and it was about basically how, like, human civilization is so complex now that not one person or even a small group of people can understand or fathom, like, all the interconnected parts. Because we got, like, the stock market, and you got the internet, and all it's, like, two... And, like, the internet is, like, a whole other can of worms of, like, we got all the... You know, data centers and shit. And then you got cars and you got, like, the roads and, like, infrastructure and taxes and the delivery chain of food and groceries and wood and, like, there's all these things. Yeah, Yeah, and, and everything's getting, all the things that can be digitized are getting digitized. And it's impossible to understand everything about the internet because... Like, no one is an expert on all of it because it's so vast. And then all the other things that are still physical, there's too many of them for any one person to understand. So it's like, if we wanted to fix these problems, it would be impossible. Because you kind of have to approach it from, like, a holistic point of view of, like, what's the problem with the whole system? But the system is so complicated that no single person or even a small group of people can understand... So basically the article was like, yeah, we're kind of fucked. Like, there's not really anything we can do. We're just on the ride at this point. And you just got to hope that the individual people that are responsible for the individual parts, like, do a good job. What about, like, what about the computer? What if we, you know? Because you're right. No we single run it person. With AI and we put the AI on the internet. No single person. I mean, you're right. No single person can understand even one percent of all the different systems that make up the internet or society or whatever. So, mm. but maybe a computer could. Yeah, and we put that computer on the internet. And yes, then we win. <laughs> <laughs> well, maybe that's possible. Yeah, this is the great. This is like a great prelude to the science fiction movie of the computers control our lives. But you know, maybe they'll be benevolent. Maybe it'll be fine. They'll be like, ah, yes. I will fix these problems and I will not interfere with your lives. Don't worry. I'm a benevolent AI computer man. No, I mean, a computer might do it. Yeah, I, I don't think there's another way. 
I think computers already do a lot of it, which is also really scary to think about. Uh, yeah. In the article, it gave examples of um, like a lot of stock stuff, right? In the 90s, there's only like 500 trades a day. Like a single person could only make like 500 trades a day because they're a person. Yeah. But now a single person, quote unquote, can make like 10,000 because of automation, right? So yeah. these compute these AI programs are making all these decisions for them, like instant decisions. And nobody really knows how they're making the decisions because they're like machine learning, right? So they're just like yeah. doing it based on rules of thumb. So like they're just making decisions that nobody really knows how they're making them. But they're making them, they're making decisions for us. And then there's this other example of like there's like the shipping company that ships goods from like, you know, Europe to America or vice versa. Mm-hmm. And it controls the delivery routes and the times and stuff. So, like, the, the computer basically says, okay, you know, it makes the schedule. Like, all right, you need to pack this many shipments and then leave at this time on this day and then get there, blah, 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 to, like, maximize efficiency and stuff. Right. right. And sometimes it randomly will say, while a ship is happen- is going, it'll send an email to the captain and be like, hey, slow down by 10 knots for five hours. And the captain's like, what? That doesn't make any sense. But he has to do it because the computer tells him to, right? right. And the reason it's doing that, nobody knows. But it's assuming <laughs> it's because it's like if they slow down, then the shipments that have already gotten there have more time to unload before the captain gets to the port or something like nobody really knows why but they're trusting it because the computer you know it's got all this data and it's figured something out it knows something we don't know but like isn't that scary like that we don't have any idea what's going on yeah i mean when you put it into stuff like shipping in the supply chain that's when it's really scary because you're controlling stuff in the real world then like what if it makes a mistake (laughs) like what do we do and i think even if it does a mistake, make a mistake, people will argue, well, its track history is still really good. Maybe right? it knows something good is going to happen. And that's the other thing, right? It's like, okay, it made a mistake. And someone's like, no, it wasn't a mistake. It's like, what do you mean it's not a mistake? Well, you'll see in 10 years, <laughs> this will come back around and it'll be clear that this wasn't a mistake after all. And it's like, Yeah, okay. maybe. Like, like maybe can a, it's thinking really long game. Yeah, like can a machine orchestrate a catastrophe? Because in the long run, it'll benefit humanity. Maybe can it oh do that? God. I don't know. Maybe that's one of those. You know the the picture you see on the internet. There's a man at the train lever puller, and there's like yeah. ten people on this yes. track and one person on that track. And the computer's like, I'm pulling it because this is good in the long run or something. Yeah, yeah. There's also a really interesting. Yeah, there's also a really interesting tweet I saw recently. It was like, a machine so complicated and complex that people, that a jury has to, like, accuse it of murder instead of its programmer of murder. Right? Okay. So it's like, it's adjacent, but, like, imagine a computer (laughs) is deciding, like, some shipping things. And they're like, oh, you know what? It'd be really good if we had an industrial accident right now. And one of the guys died. Because in 10 years, there'll be some legislation that helps us make more money in that year. 
Right. But because it's a computer, it can't really kill somebody. But it can, like, plan to, like, do stuff. And a court would have no idea what to do with this because it's so complicated that not even the person that made the computer has any idea what's going on. But it's decided to do this. And, like, it's so obfuscated that we're just like, well, I guess it was an accident. You know what I mean? Yeah. Can like, you- that sounds batshit insane, but I can see it happening. I can see it happening. Something like a self-driving car, like, if it... If it becomes sufficiently complicated that you can't really blame Tesla anymore, yeah, exactly. you, you have to blame the car, or, or the car is its yeah. own being. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's, like, it's like what? It's like someone murders someone with a knife, and the knife is so complicated you have to convict the knife of murder. Like it's. Yeah. <laughs> it's like what do we do? Like I feel like society collapses at that point because no one is to blame for anything. It's like well. The knife was really complicated, so... It was really complicated. (laughs) It's his fault. Or, like, if a CEO gives all its, like, decision-making to a computer, and it does something really shady and bad, the CEO's like, well, I didn't make the decision, it was the computer. And then, like, no one's accountable for anything anymore. I don't know. We're thinking of, like, apocalyptic scenarios in this episode. We are. Lots of them all related to the internet. (sighs) Oh, man. COVID has really rotted my brain, huh? I'm becoming a conspiracy theorist in old age. That's okay. Is it? I mean, at least you're cautious. That's fair. Yeah, Yeah, that's true. Uh, Anyway, are you getting Cyberpunk 2077? I am. I'm going to... Video game? Yeah, I'm going to download it as soon as we're... I think it's out today on PS4, so I'm going to download it as soon as we're, we're done tonight. And... I'm really excited about it. I hear it's. I hear mixed things, so you gotta tell me. Yeah, I'll let you know. Review next episode. When I was driving home from work today, Keanu Reeves was on NPR, and they were doing an interview with him. Mm -hmm. And it blows my mind that like people on the news still just can't respect video games as being storytelling mechanisms like Fine. one of the questions on npr that came from the reporter's mouth was <laughs> yeah no she was like did it surprise you that a video game could have complicated story development oh and character god. development i was just like oh my god like <laughs> Where what is this the 70s Where? Yeah. <laughs> hate that people have that opinion still i don't get how they just no one actually ig- believes that though like not the reporter no. doesn't believe that like why do they even need to say that so maybe they're just saying it to rile people up like we were talking about like they're being deceitful on purpose so that it's something to say you know like yeah i got them some content here you know and then were you surprised that ready. a video game character could have a complicated backstory <laughs> like are you are you kidding me Maybe it's, I bet it's just to rile people up. So an article gets written and then they're like, oh, now we have to watch this podcast. Are video games art? Like, yeah, let's get gamers mad. They, when gamers are mad, they talk are a lot. Are video games real? Are they even worth playing? Yeah, it's, yeah. But I don't really get that argument. It's not even an argument. It's not even something you can argue. It's just something you say to like rile people that play video games up. Yeah. You know? The other good one is, um, do video games make people violent? Like, that's the really good one. Yep, they do. You really want to get them mad? <laughs> get them. I feel like they're just making them mad on purpose. But 
I don't know. Maybe. Yeah. Well, whatever. Who's our sponsor today, Batsmex? Our sponsor today is Zeo Matrix brand Ooh, internet refrigerators. Ooh, when you need food and you don't know what to get, you can get a Zeo Matrix refrigerator and it'll make recommendations for you. ZeoMatrixRefrigerators.com forward slash Keanu Reeves. Uh, all right, when you're feeling kind of sad, mm. take it out on some bad people. People. There you go, on the internet. Like Keanu Reeves. <laughs> no, he's a good person. <laughs> no, but right. John Wick. He oh, there you go. Yeah, 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 I gotcha. All right, well, good night, everyone. Have a great day. Drive safely. Bye. Bye.